Um, so when Danny and Lauren were over last, I think it was last Monday, I was mm-hmm. telling Danny that um, I had this thought, I think it was the night before, because I drank my pumpkin head THC one, and mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. gave me the most beautiful burps. And I... Oh started I got myself laughing because I did a really good burp and then I thought to myself that I need like I was like oh I gotta have my phone on standby so I can like record one of these for Andy Mm -hmm. and then I just I got myself I mean maybe I was like a touch high who's to say but I got myself laughing because I was like what kind of person is like sad that they missed the opportunity (laughs) to record a burp because they want to send it to their friend the correct answer is a good person. Yeah. A good person. I would agree. Especially, actually, unique that it's a woman. Because mostly I would think that would be oh, a I man know. thing. It's like, I'm going to record a burp. So, so much better. See, this is how we bring equality between the genders. This is our starting point when we're all just sending burps to each other. Mm -hmm. Natural body. And then then just naturally the world will heal itself. Wages Mm -hmm. will equal out. Rights will equal out. It'll Mm -hmm. all just happen because you'll, you'll pass... You'll pass Gas. a lady on the street <laughs> and she'll just let it let a nice burp rip and you'll go like, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she'll look back at you and she'll go, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how polite society is formed. Mm-hmm. I just like, I just couldn't stop laughing because at the absurdity <laughs> of it. I was like, what? What am I thinking about right now? Like genuinely sitting on my couch thinking about how I was sad that I didn't send you my burp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now imagine being Andy, mm-hmm. more sad because he didn't receive. His I know. Burp. I know. I was just gonna say, and then and then Danny made that point last week too. That really, you are the. I'm the victim one. here, yeah, as the victim. as usual. I am the victim. <laughs> well, as men are, yeah. mm-hmm. as we attack masculinity. Yes, mm-hmm. attacking mm-hmm. masculinity with the V Spot, mm-hmm. a podcast mm-hmm. for best friends and surviving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the no longer silent producer, Andy. In the chair across from me, peeking over a monitor, kind of like Wilson from Home Improvement, is... I'm Danny. You're peeking, though. Well, see, we're both peeking. <laughs> this is this is how you know it's a good marriage. We're both peeking at the same time. Wink. Wink? <laughs> yeah. It works. And recording live from across the Capitol District from the comfort and sensuality of her own bed... Yes, I am Kat, and I am in bed. It is true. I, Folks, I'm so sorry you have to miss out on this Zoom call. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Let me take a... Let me, I want to do a little screenshot. Let me do a With little With my brand. cough? My spring awakening mug? Uh, I, uh, just to uh, paint a word picture for everyone, if you haven't looked at the cover art on the vspot.fm for this episode, I have a, a t-shirt on... The the chest of the t-shirt is Batman, just like his body, and then his head stops mm. where my head begins. So the implication is my head is Batman's head. And this has made me think of, does anybody remember the show on Nickelodeon, Wienerville? A hundred percent. I do remember Wienerville. Okay. I just wanted to check. I wanted to check yes, in. That was it. <laughs> that was the whole thing. I don't really have, it's not a segue. I don't have anywhere it's to go with that. Ride. I just remembered it looking at myself in this shirt with Mark Wiener and his little uh, body mm-hmm. puppet things yes. or whatever there. I, oh my God. Wienerville. The Wiener, producer. Wiener, Wiener. Oh my God. That was, um, that was a show. Boy, oh boy. It was a show. Wow. Again, yet another one of those shows from the 90s on Nickelodeon that I'm not entirely sure was for kids. No, for sure. No. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Yes. Um, Are you wearing PJ pants or stylish plaid trousers? Oh, if... if (laughs) Hold on. Let me me stand up so you can get a good look at my junk. Okay. Let's see it. If, If... Oh, okay. I still the question still stands actually. What are you, what is are they? They're PJ pants. 
They look like they could be stylish hipster trousers. If, if these were stylish hipster plaid trousers, I would be so happy. That would be a great thing to own and enjoy. You could wear those out though, and everyone yeah. would assume that they're trousers. I, I probably, I probably could. They're fairly, yeah. they're fairly comfy too. There's they're, definitely a soft pant. They're Target. They're Goodfellow, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they look, they look like a stylish hipster trouser pant. And then what's also interesting in the picture that Danny sent us of the little kitty cat behind your monitor there. Oh yeah, um, my sweet boy. Yes, I can see I can see your knee, which is how I saw your cool hipster trouser pants. Um, but I can also see I assume that that's you in the monitor and like the way that the picture like the the Take light is hitting mm-hmm. the screen, it looks like your plaid shirt is the same plaid as your pants. Oh, oh it yeah, kind of does. does, yeah. But it's not. So it's it looks not. like you have on a cool hipster like a suit? Yeah. plaid suit. <laughs> oh. Just call me Mama Rue at that point. Yeah, that would be fucking <laughs> awesome. I was like, wow, did you like get dressed up for a God, podcast? Right? This what morning, a f- cat's in bed, Andy's wearing a suit. Yeah, thank, yeah right? And I, it'd be like, thank God. Cat would just be like, thank God I'm in bed because this is where mm-hmm. I need to be for that mm-hmm. look. Ooh, mm-hmm. boy. God, what a glow up that would be for a podcast episode. Hi, <laughs> here's my uh, here's my my gray, pink, purple lavender or whatever suit combo that i've got on now and my batman (laughs) t-shirt i mean that's very hipster and cool i think it's true and on brand for you yeah Mm -hmm. in reality i'm just sitting over here in my disheveled chair like an absolute bum like complete garbage (laughs) complete emasculated garbage well again i am in bed (laughs) yeah so speaking of you know, complete garbage. <laughs> Why is there not really a thing? So there's no like men's lingerie. Yeah, this is an excellent topic. You know, I love like, this topic. Yeah. Cause like, like there's pretty, not necessarily all super sexuals, but there's very pretty lingerie. Like it can be very elegant. It can be long. It can be lace. Like all this really pretty stuff that, you know, we can wear, but there's no like, men's there, there equivalent is. to be like, I put this on to look good for me and for you kind of thing. There's there are there are a innumerable amount of feminine options. There yes. are no and men and masculine women can options. wear them. Yeah. Men there, women is. identify doesn't matter. <laughs> but um okay, couple things. Number one um, before before we go we can, we go down the actual reason why there is no lingerie for men, um, you know the patriarchy. Right. I think that we should have a good LOL about what comes up when you Google men's lingerie. Oh <laughs> shit! Oh no! Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Should, should the I go thing into is, safe mode? The thing is, is that interestingly enough, when you Google men's lingerie, like you don't get like a Google suggestion. Like Google doesn't know what you're trying to ask it. It kept like I would get men's long haircuts. (laughs) (laughs) Men's long hair. Like it thinks I'm asking for something else because men's lingerie is not a thing. Boy, that this gentleman is cut. But lucky for us, um, adamandeve.com exists and they have a nice little menswear lingerie page. Hmm. Um, And there are... You know, quite, quite, there's a lot of fun on here, but it does seem that men's lingerie is, like, restricted to, like, funny thongs that have, you know, like, this one uh, makes your, your junk into a reindeer. Or uh, that's <laughs> nice. Or, like, little Santa underpants. Or, like, leopard print underpants. That's not or, lingerie, that's just underwear. Right, or a G-string. Or, you know, just, like, little silly banana hammock type things, you know? There's no, Okay, like, nope, um, nope. I've, I got, I got, I got you here. I'm just gonna send you this collection. Uh, I will put, yes, I am going to link this in the show notes for everybody else. These are some. These are some. Uh, these are some Rocky boys here. These boys are cut. Oh! Oh no! What is that? Uh huh. It's a little peekaboo. Um, but but if you if you scroll through uh these, oh, these no! items, 
Um, well, I mean, number number one, you've got the uh, the little just the black covering. Uh, number two, you have the pink uh, the pink penis sock. I'm gonna call it. But then you got to go down to like number number like six. That is the uh, freak the, in the sheets. Yeah, the dick cage. I'm gonna call it the that dick cage. Is horrifying. <laughs> now, now, cat. Let's let, let's the Santa hat thong. Let's play. Let's oh. play. Uh, Sound of seduction. Brief. I like that. This is what men look like. Apparently. Yeah, this is my ideal of the man's the male specimen. Now, I now here. Okay, questions so questions about this. I'm imagining it's photo photoshopped because <laughs> it doesn't go over <laughs> the man's guy, pectoral. This guy is a Ken doll. What is up with this guy? Yeah, like this one, the the Darren O Ring Jock. Like, there's no. He's this guy is also a Ken. The doll. mesh like, star no... boxer. What is up with? <laughs> is that is that what that man's junk looks like? Which... I also um, and you know everybody's got their different personal tastes. <laughs> oh oh my god! god. Wait, oh no. god! It's just Wait, a no. Wait, it's just no, a one inch is... mound of flesh. I don't. I I all of these hairless boys. Oh I yeah. Don't, um, it's a little too. <laughs> yeah, the hairless boys are a little it's too too like prepubescent. Like I I don't like that. Well, the 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 gentleman here in the gold dust onesie has got a little got a little this bit of fun has, showing. Ew, they look wet. Why do they look wet? Well, like, they're oiled. They're, they're, they're glistening boys. Their heads don't look real. And they're definitely well, that, that one kind of looks like photoshopped. A, yeah, yes. the, the one boy kind of looks like Nick Cage. Like this guy's armpits are photoshopped. Like he's been airbrushed for sure. Oh fuck yeah. Uh, but like, okay, so like, okay, but then you go to the women's <laughs> stuff, and it's like, I mean, a lot. This a lot of this is very. Cute. What did you? <gasps> it's gone. <laughs> is is that where the beepus comes through? <laughs> yes, but there is no beepus, so it's. Look at this guy. Okay, real quick though, like somebody made a Photoshop error on this man because look at his belly button. A little bit left of his belly button, there is a line. There's hair. Yeah. There's a line, <laughs> well, there's a line going down. You can like see the square that yeah. is Photoshop. Yeah. yeah, it's where the clone tool edge was. Yes. 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 And look at look at his like underneath the the opening. Whatever is going on. The with the beepus the, area. The on his legs, on his inner thighs, like you can see the clone error at the top of his thigh, and like oh yeah, where it's where they it's like smoky. Well, there's also the spot where they overwrote the um, yeah the, the edge beepus. of the thong. There's yeah. the edge of the thong is missing there too. I <laughs> I don't know what this looks like <laughs> off of the boy. He's got he's got a nice doggy tattoo though. I do like his nice doggy tattoo. That's very nice. Yeah, Mike and Joanne. I wonder if Mike and Joanne are his parents and if they are proud. Oh, I, I mean, I, I would, would be. Yes. Look at that! Look at that butt. I'd be proud of that butt. Boy, you can you can just see the photo. Fo- okay, here's what's great: is the the left cheek uh, is definitely photoshopped to remove his butt hair, because the right inner cheek there it's, you can see you can see butt you can see yeah. hair the butt hair <laughs> the butt hair. Yeah. Oh no! A foot long thong. Yeah, foot long thong. Oh, finally something for me. Foot long thong. A foot long thong, complete with what looks like a toupee on top of. Oh, and it comes with a twelve inch ruler. Yeah, twelve inches of manhood. That that's and the, and if we if we want, <laughs> that's a great segue back to the real topic. <laughs> But but first but first I I it's do the patriarchy. Yeah, I do I do want to I do want to talk this. about your guys' feelings on all of this male lingerie we have just gone through. Look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is I shouldn't purchase. No. Um, you should for the lols, I think. Yes. But not if you think it's like sexy because it's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> Awkward. I know. Uh oh. I just. Perhaps it's because men are much more a function over form, you know? Like, again, the peen is not necessarily the most pretty thing. That's not, it's, not necess- it's not an attractive number, necessarily. Yeah. As, a, as a penis haver, I will say it's not necessarily an attractive number. 
Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and then I don't know if it needs to be further accentuated by... Um, Footlong dong or whatever. Yeah, or, or having uh, studded leather around it to bring focus to but the to the beepus like, area. Like that's the joke, right? It's like I mean sure, like all lingerie is high like for for you know, women and stuff too, highlights certain parts of your body, but like the men's lingerie as we just saw was all like look at my check look out at this, my masculinity. Yeah. Check out this dick zone. Yeah, exactly. Like very highlighting whatever's going on down there. <laughs> check out my pee. Yeah. This thing is ready to make a cum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. You know who I blame? I blame Freud, personally. <laughs> <laughs> That's who I blame for this, all of this mess. You, you know what I am pleasantly surprised by and pleased by is that there is, in the scrolling that we've just done through the male lingerie, mm-hmm. there's a lot of decent variety in there, though, of styles. Sure. Granted, most of it is all thong, Aww. beepus, accentuating area mm-hmm. things. You right. know, you don't have the, like, the ladies of the, the bodysuit, the baby doll, the bra and panty set, the whatever the fuck else I just saw on that navigation. But, like, I mean, at least it's not just, here's your reindeer, here's your black, uh, your black jock hanger or whatever, and here's a leather cod piece. Mm-hmm. You got some stuff that there, there was a there was like a shoulder pauldron in there for one of them, and I'm like, what the fuck is this doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, so uh, why 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 don't we hear as much about male lingerie and male well, sexy outfits? You know what I think? I think because if you if you if you are a lady who is seeking some sort, or if you're a whoever who is seeking some sexy men in sexy attire some sexy peen action if you're looking for like you know yeah like it like the way that a man is sexed up and tell me if you disagree but like if 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 you're like envisioning like a you know a, a picture of like a super sexy dude or like a sexed up guy or whatever he's probably wearing like a suit or yeah. uh, perhaps he's wearing a suit jacket, but his chest is exposed. Or uh-huh. yes, there there is something about him that is exuding his masculinity that is not necessarily about his body. It's probably about power. It's probably about his position. It's probably about money. It's probably mm-hmm. about just his good looks in general, but not necessarily about what's between his legs. It, because it, it's sexed yeah. up by the by the idea of, of confidence and strength. Yeah, and and just that he's a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like like my, you know, my a sexy man is portrayed as like, you know, like a super successful businessman in like this power suit or whatever. Like, you know, like <laughs> I mean, think about if you will, like um the the whole idea of 50 shades of gray. Like what made Christian Gray in the book and the actor who played him so hot was his power, right? Not necessarily about his body, but like about who he was as yes. a man and what made him a man. And that's not the case for women. That's not really, what people want to see. He really wasn't like super there was nothing about him that was like overtly what you would think of body mm-hmm. special. Well, like all of our all of he our was just uh, a good looking man. All of our boys that we just saw on our lingerie site there with their um airbrushed very cut groins. Uh you want some airbrushing? Oh, the lady side? Uh, I Is need it, you to just uh, look at the wild? pictures that I just sent you. Okay. I, I'm going through the lady side for some mm-hmm. photoshopping. Well so, so uh but th- go ahead. But yeah, it's the <gasps> the male body image is always set of the You okay there, Henry? Yeah, he jumped over. Oh. Uh the uh the very the cut the cut ab groin combo, the the uh, pronounced pectorals. Uh, if you're not seeing veins, you're not uh, muscly enough. I guess is always the the thing. Mm-hmm. I do notice that a lot of the boys do have facial hair, though. That's good. Which is that's a plus. I think <laughs> that's that's doing it for me. All right, so let's see what Danielle just said. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, it just went straight back to the what? <laughs> yeah. Smooth round the bend, Barbie. <laughs> I was going through to see the Photoshop jobs, and I just... Wow, that, I mean, this this one of the play... All right, I'm going to paint you a word picture. Wow. This 
uh, this $34 item is a couple of um, what I'm going to guess are leathery type, pleathery type straps that go uh, over the hip and around the uh, labia and then also around the boob. There is no covering on any of these zones with the exception of some metal chain Mm -hmm. with Playboy bunnies hanging off of them. But there's no, she doesn't have nipples. Of course she doesn't. She doesn't have anything. No. And the Photoshop does not even match her skin tone, which is... I was just going to say, why doesn't the Photoshop match her skin tone? Amazing. Uh, You know, you know, I think if I were, if I were the art director on this, I think what I would say for this photo shoot is, as opposed to Photoshopping out... The things that take us from a retail website to a porn site in the eyes of uh, American society are the nip and just the whole downstairs situation. Well, let's address the nip with some tasteful pasties, maybe, if we want to get around that. Mm -hmm. And then I think the downstairs situation might be the only thing you have to do some Photoshop on. I I can't think of a good alternative. But I don't think the smooth round the bend look is necessarily selling the like she doesn't the item. I she don't. doesn't have she she does not have a vagina. Yeah, no. no, these are these are Barbie dolls. Like it doesn't have anything to even do with like like hair or lack thereof. It's the fact that she has it's just, no. Well, it's just no, there's no. There's no definition. There's no opening yeah. where where things would happen in her body, and. Also, this looks wildly uncomfortable. Yes, it does. And then the boobs on the other one. I don't I don't know what's up with that. Oh my god, I haven't cleared out any of these windows on my phone. I have so many I have so many so many thick boys and so many uh huh. Okay. Oh. So Alright, so let's talk about the um let's talk about the other side of this equation, the lady lingerie side. Uh, Kat, were you, Kat, were you saying scrolling through? There's like we're we were just going through ourselves the uh, egregious examples of things that are yeah. wet and wild, uh, both literally and metaphorically. But like, there's, there's some of this is super. Cute. There's some cute stuff on there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, some of this is very cute. So we all, we all know what the appeal for the partner is of the of the fun lingerie. Do you think there's any argument to be made for the fun lingerie? From the side of it makes me feel good. I look. I think I look cute in it, and it's a booster. Well, that's the only reason I've ever bought anything like this. I've never in my life put something on for another person ever. I've never done that, and I. I mean, I've got quite a bit. I don't really like the the word lingerie because I. It makes me think of like like teddies and like old lady stuff for some reason (laughs) it makes you you think of the lingerie department in macy's yeah yeah like i don't i don't really like that word for some reason um but i have like a lot of cute like you know body suits and like because i i have done those boudoir shoots and stuff so i've got a lot of really cute stuff and i've never like slipped upstairs to like change into something saucy for a guy like i've never done i actually would like you to do that monday before movies thank you Agreed. Okay. <laughs> uh, Maine, if we do stay in overnight or whatever, I would like you to slip into something more comfortable. Okay, all right. Watch this this would be an excellent Maine adventure for you guys. You both bring a a fun uh, lingerie item, and then you surprise each other with it, and then you just sit and watch the hills and eat your news. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause I just sent you one I think is cute. The black one, not the pink one. That's because like that's what I was telling Andy is I'm like, I want more things because I'm like, because it makes like I'm like, I feel pretty. Yeah. Like I feel good. Um, But I've never like so. So but here's the thing, though, like I have 100 percent bought like new underpants if I were seeing somebody and I thought maybe I was going to get laid. But I've never bought like. Nothing like this. Right. Like, just, like, just cute underpants. Like, I've never, you know what I mean? Just, like, a cute pair of black underpants and a black bra or, like, something simple but, like, cute. I've never, like, right. gone out and bought, like, a lingerie set for a guy or anything. Because I, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I, no. 
do you this think do you think that's a form of like reclaiming the lingerie set of saying like well i'm getting this from me because it makes me feel good and i would just go take pictures in it or i would just do it if i'm gonna have a nice night to myself because it i think it makes me look sexy and it makes me feel sexy yeah for sure mm-hmm. for sure for sure well, I think I'm going to do that with the male lingerie and get myself a... <laughs> I would prefer if you do that for yourself and keep it to yourself. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like, the, like the, um, no, the studded cod piece that just yeah. like, yeah, look at that. How about yeah, that? Yeah, like, like, I mean, I know that people do this, but like I have never, this thing that I'm about to send you, I have never like looked at something like this and thought, yeah, I'm going to buy that and like put it on for my guy. Like I know people are into my that. Guy. But I have never um, wanted to do that. Nope. I looked and then walked away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to move away from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. One more. Um, I'm just going to send you this real quick. I Yeah. I really don't understand. Really good Photoshop. I don't understand <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the bedroom role play of the. Well, okay. This is, it. this is probably worthwhile talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, the. Um, oh, wait. Your your bedroom role play costumes <gasps> that you can buy oh, no. are maid, nurse. It's servitude. Yeah. Because it's a maid, it's a nurse. Yeah. You're being taken care of yeah. because you you're the man or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually it was funny because I was as I was watching uh Gilmore Girls yesterday, it was the episode where Rory and Lorelai became god godmothers to Davy and Martha. And Rory rolls out of bed and is wearing like a little, you know, oh, camisole yeah, like a dress. dress thing. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody fucking sleeps. First of all, you would choke yourself to all, death in that. She didn't dress like that for if you like to wear that kind of thing to bed, that's fine. She did not used to wear that kind of thing until she started seeing Logan. And all of a sudden, that's what she dresses like in bed. Like, that's fucking bullshit. And like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm cold. Like, I get cold at night. Like, is anybody sleeping in that kind of thing? How really? how high do they have their heat turned up? Yeah, that's exactly They're it. in the Northeast. We know it's cold. Probably very, very high. Yeah, that heat's got to be cranked. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and the other thing is something like that that's like a, like a silky slip little, like, mm-hmm. baby doll top or whatever the fuck's. Mm-hmm. You're just going to be slipping and sliding around all day in bed in that. And that's mm-hmm. not going to yield a good sleep result. Like, no. That's just going to be no good. Dumb. No. Dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Wear your lawn. The, the takeaway where if you uh, if you like the look of your lingerie items, mm-hmm. go get them. Wear them to make yourself feel great. Um, and if they make your partner feel great, that's a bonus. Right, well, I got to clear out my browser history. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what this is going to really do? This is really going to fuck up my Instagram ads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah. It is because me and Danny are also looking at the at this. Yeah. So now you have this in common with two of the people that you text pretty frequently. Uh, so lingerie. I'm I'm looking into the the history real quick. Let's see if I can see anything <laughs> here. Uh, I don't know. So the word lingerie is taken directly from the French language, meaning undergarments, and uh-huh. used exclusively for more lightweight <laughs> items uh, of female undergarments. The French word in its original form derives from the old French worm, f- French worm, yes, French word uh, linge, uh, L-I-N-G-E, uh, uh, meaning linen. Lingerie as a word was first used to refer to underwear and bras in 1922. Hmm. Informal usage suggests that visually uh, appealing or even erotic clothing. (laughs) Although most lingerie is designed to be worn by women, some manufacturers now design lingerie for men. There you go, as we've discovered. Oh, boy. Yeah, the concept of lingerie as a visually appealing (laughs) undergarment was developed during the late 19th century. So Lady Duff Gordon of Lucille was a pioneer in developing lingerie that freed women from more restrictive corsets. Through the first half of the 20th century, women wore underwear uh, for three primary reasons. To alter their outward shape, the patriarchy, Mm -hmm. with with, uh, corsets (laughs) and later girdles and brasiers. For hygienic reasons, 
reasons and regions, and modesty. Huh. Well, all right. So interesting. And then we hit the 80s, and then there's the 80s diaper butt. Yeah, diaper butt. Uh Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, we found some of those underpants at Kohl's. We're like, oh, man. Oh, I'm sure. If you want some 80s diaper butt. So isn't it, that's a little interesting, is that brief history that lingerie was invented to give you something to wear that's not a corset, but then it had to be bastardized again to be something that just becomes, you know, for the purpose of the male gaze yet again. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. It's all for the male gaze. Yeah, there you go. Well, speaking of the male gaze, that topic that we originally started on, but then got down our lovely rabbit hole segue, kind of, sort of, but not really, still related, is why are you guys attacking my masculinity? <laughs> why? I'm bored. You know, I'm just a bored woman. <laughs> I don't have this, a lot. You know, th- this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens when you take women out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And don't give them kids to take care of. And don't give them men to look after. You get bored and you just start attacking things willy-nilly. Like, you know, masculinity. Mm-hmm. It's Like willies ugh. and nillies. Like, yeah, like willies nilly. Mm-hmm. Or nillies <laughs> willy. I don't fucking know. But either way, it's an offense to God and country. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I don't have a good excuse for my behavior. I apologize. You're a woman. But well, I just I, I don't know what I'm doing. I you're, you're pro- well, you're a liberal too. Yeah. Less does not yeah. forget that that's really <laughs> yeah. where this all comes from. Oh God, I, I have to sort through all of these lingerie links to find the original link. Look, would you would you take a quick look at our link history here on this and look at how fucking <laughs> wild this is? God damn it, you guys. Anyway, well, uh, to to circle back and now I'll. I'll put this up on the episode it's as well. It's Senator Josh Hawley. <laughs> Senator Josh Hawley. Claims masculinity is under attack. He's a Missouri <laughs> Republican. <laughs> Shocking. And a shitbag. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, should, I shouldn't have said that. I should have given everyone the opportunity to guess what he is. A shitbag. He's a shitbag. Yeah. Yes. So uh, his argument is, well, his argument is masculinity is under attack. His evidence and supporting, you know, rhetoric for his argument is, well, I mean, it is, right? There, it is. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, what do, what do we have to say about... Uh, Can we be surprised that after years of being told that they are the problem, that their manhood is the problem, more and more men are withdrawing into the enclave of idleness, pornography, and video games? So let's let's stop there and break this one down for a okay. second, Okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so the three sins that are, are the three temptations that destroy masculinity are sitting on your ass, jerking it to porn and mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. How come vi- I do wonder why video games have been the enemy of the right for, I don't know, since the eighties pong was a thing that was going to destroy our society. And that was just two bars and a ball. Yeah. I- <sighs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the video game side of that. I feel like both the video game and porn side of that argument. Okay, no, the whole argument also feels like an attack on um like nerd culture. Yeah. Because what do you, like what do you think of? You can't if, be masculine and play video games. Yeah, and if you think of a like a a male nerd, you think of a you think of lazy, oh, sits God. about, plays video games, mm-hmm. and then when they're done with their video game, hops on uh, the the porns and does a and does a jerk. What is what is that term? <laughs> this was in a Law and Order SVU episode mm-hmm. where the guys hated the people, like the good looking, good looking men and women, because they were always getting laid, and it was like forced celibacy. There was a term for the men. Ew, fuck. An incel? Is that what, Is that what it was? Was it? I, well, do do a quick Google. Let me see. Yeah, anyways. But so I I like that I'm the for sure gonna be It's it's when an incel is a guy who blames mostly women, but like anybody for the reason why yes. they aren't having sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An it's an incel. Okay, yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's that you assume also that all people who play video games and stuff are incels like they're they can't be having sex and be masculine and and things like that like you're you have to jerk off to porn after you play your magic the gathering online 
Because because you, you literally can't leave that basement. You can't leave the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hit the obvious. Um, he's an idiot, and that's some Christo fascism bullshit. That's you know fueling all that. Yada 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 yada. We, we've talked about that at length. Uh, any anything else you would like to say about that side of it? About what? The the um the obvious side of it that no. he's a shit. Cat, <laughs> uh, anything? Shit. Anything? Nah, nah. He's just a shit. I, and so I think. What do we think of the idea, or what do we have to say about the idea that's like, the the things that he is attacking as to why masculinity is failing are basically geek culture, nerd culture. What do you mean? Like, is is it just because in the last, like in the last four years, I feel like four or five years, nerd culture and like geek culture has become way more of a thing. Yeah. You know, the internet has made it super accessible and like, okay because you see, mm-hmm. you, 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 I mean, you can see what you typically would associate as a very masculine guy or a, mm-hmm. or, or a very, very masculine, attractive person. Uh, Joe Mangione, I think I got his last name right. You know, super nerd, plays D&D, mm-hmm. but like, you know, super in shape, like handsome, mm-hmm. handsome gentleman. Or you get someone... But it's like, not the tradition. That's the thing is it's not the traditional. It's like, it's all that patriarchal societal that is not what a man looks like yes and so now as more traditionally good-looking men are like well i also play video games they're like no 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 you don't you're attacking you go out and you shoot your gun yes Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah they're not it doesn't fit into the gender roles of of being a man you know like this is what men do they they go and they bring home the bacon for their wives. And you play poker with the kiddos. boys. You yeah. don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't play D and D. Yeah, you don't play D and D. You D&D. play poker, or you go shoot some skeet, or <laughs> you know, you go, you shoot. go fish. <laughs> Is that not what you do? I, sure, I. I well, Andy's I, I not. Andy's not a real man, so I wouldn't know. I'm an incel. Yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, you fish or like you. But, I mean, whatever. well, what else are you going to put on your dating profile to attract a woman? And this is what I'm saying to you. It is all connected. Yeah. Here's another good, good quote from this NPR article that we have linked. American men are working less. They are getting married in fewer numbers and they are fathering fewer children. Right. They're suffering more anxiety and depression. They're engaging in more substance abuse. Well, every time you jerk off, those are lost children. Yeah. Yeah, well, all of those first things, the not working as much, not fathering children and not getting married, the I mean, the underlying thing that they're saying is that men aren't doing those things because women aren't doing those things. And so it's, it's you know, mm-hmm. it's women's fault because we're attacking the war on masculinity is, is caused by us because we don't want to marry you. We don't want to have kids with you. And we're taking all your jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, the next line is, um, you know, wanting to define traditional masculine values in quotes such as courage independence and assertiveness i don't know i don't know if those are the i don't know if i'd call those masculine values or they are i think i I think i'd call them traits just in general masculine values as a as a danger to society women can't be assertive no being current being courageous independent and assertiveness is a being put by the left as a danger to society The left is trying. So what I think that he's actually saying is (laughs) progressives and more liberals, more liberal minded folk are trying to make courage, independence and assertiveness for everyone, Mm -hmm. which makes it a danger to society because then minorities and women can be courageous, independent and assertive. And I mean, we can't have that. Right. But I I also think what they're saying, though, is I, I mean, I think. This happens a lot in this conversation, especially when it comes to the attack on masculinity or whatever the fuck. Um, Like there's a wild misunderstanding when people talk about all of that, because I think what they're saying is that their their independence, their assertiveness. And what was the other one? Uh, Courage. Courage. Those things are 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 under attack or whatever because oh well I you know assertiveness I can't I can't hit somebody anymore I can't carry my guns so now assertiveness is is bad I can't be assertive anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> my independence uh, you're not going to tell me to get vaccinated my body my choice <laughs> you know what and, I mean and your courage like, I to stand a- up and say what needs to yeah. be said 
that uh that yeah. I that me being fired from my job because I refused to get vaccinated is the same yes. thing as what the Jewish people went through in the Holocaust. Yes. One to one. Exactly. That uh-huh. the courage yes. I have to say that is <laughs> under attack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I think there's just like a monstrous misunderstanding or like misassociation of what people are trying to do here. <laughs> you know? It, it, hey, it, listen, a man is a father. A man is a husband. <laughs> a man is somebody who takes responsibility. <laughs> All of those things can be true, yet none of them have to align to his traditional masculine hey, hey, values. Hey, we're calling on conservative yeah. men to step up to their roles as oh. providers and protectors. Protectors of faith, that of is... family, and nation, and to protect what we call our culture. I, I love the delivery. Thank you. And now that's, I, I, I mean, I, there's I, your I, racist I feel dog like whistle. you're doing this. You're like doing the thing with like your hand, you know, the... Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the Yeah, the yeah. the Yeah, the being very Italian about it. Yeah. Yes. But the well that that the the line there of like, you know, protect our culture is the there's your white that's a, your white nationalist dog whistle in there to say like, by the way, the culture we're talking about is white people, white men. Right. That culture, please. Right. Don't don't protect the the other one. It's like and and the way this is always the way they do this shit too is all those things he's saying of like you know we need to reclaim manliness by you know for uh traditional men by being a father a husband or whatever none of those things have to line up to his man woman pairing or anything like that sure be a dad if you've got a kid that's obvious be a good husband if you are partnered with somebody and all, it's just with a woman. W- yeah. You, you got to make woman, sure to say partnered with Dear a God, woman. Not anybody else. Holy shit. Not anybody else. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's taking, you know, it's, it's, it's the thing the right does of always taking the thing of these are our, these are our values and we're just going to bastardize things that everybody could agree mm-hmm. on and say them in the way that, you know, most people could agree on. It's like, oh, well, yeah, if you have, if, if you're somebody's partner, you should be a good partner to them. Because they're playing with the but, the evangelical, like like this doctor that they said, right? The professor that went through after. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that, um, you know, the keynote remarks on this that this person had said was drawing on the notion that God created men and women as distinct and even opposite, with men as assertive and women as submissive. Yeah. Though his speech focused on masculinity, Hawley did take a moment to acknowledge the role of women and to describe their virtues as... Every bit is necessary to the success of our republic. As long as those virtues... Men are protectors, women are designed to be protected. Which is just... What a great statement. Let's let's all applaud such a bold and and truthful statement. Yeah, you know... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I personally, I really relate because I think one of my most obvious qualities is the need to be protected Mm -hmm. and and being submissive. So... Yeah, I get it. I I frequently say to myself, "What do I? What do I love the most about about Cat and about Danny, my podcast co-hosts?" Well, I love that now is the man in the podcast. I get to protect them from uh, from the yes. podcast boogeyman that's out there. Yeah, hey, the, uh, leave yes. boogie's name the, out of this. Oh yeah, sorry. The pod yeah, the podcast true. Babadook. Yeah, that yes lurks for us all in the shadows, and. Uh, the and that you guys get to be protected by me and submissive and yeah. and soft i am nothing and, if not yeah. submissive and really i i love that you guys don't have your own opinions that i i certainly that you don't defer, you have to tell that you me defer to yeah. mine may i it's speak it's really now? great yes please nah, go kidding. ahead i don't have anything to say i know and that's how it should be <laughs> all right hold on i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this out for it for the the whole last 45 minutes or however long it's been all it's been right like an hour. let's hear it <sighs> yeah 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 <laughs> and now he's leaving goodbye and there he goes and that's my two cents and now i gotta go oh it's Aye. just fucking <sighs> yep yeah all right uh, yeah, I um it's funny how like our uh things that I mean I guess it's not because it's all totally relevant. <laughs> but um 
you know, every week uh, when like something is going on in the in the mainstream for us to discuss, it also happens to like coincide with with the uh, the topic that I am doing in school that week. And and you saw on Halloween, Andy, I was reading about masculinity. Oh, I I so uh, I, I want that uh, little packet of paper after you're done with it too. Yeah, please. I'll bring I'll bring them to you. Um, and so I just wrote like a whole thing about masculinity. Um, and I texted you, Danny, mm-hmm. about my um, what I felt was very thoughtful in terms because one of the one of the articles refers to Fight Club, and I'll come back to that in a second. But the other thing that it talked a lot about was this was an article by Jack Halberstam, who I love. They wrote the Lady Gaga book that I read last semester, but they talked about um, the phrasing, the phrase "tomboy" and how you know, like where that comes from and how it's kind of utilized to 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 talk down to to or to like you know associate a girl who behaves like a boy right mm-hmm. if you're a tomboy you're behaving like a boy mm-hmm. or whatever, well, it, it never has a, a positive connotation it's always negative right it doesn't right? Re- it, yeah it doesn't well it doesn't have like it's interesting because like if you google tomboy like there's so much that comes up because it's a very widely used phrase and if you're a tomboy you're doing things like playing sports or maybe you like to fish or hunt or like do those things that are associated with men um and it like in a lot of cases i think you could argue that like growing up as a tomboy like you probably maybe were picked first more for sports teams or like more widely respected almost by by men in a way Mm -hmm. but if you google the phrase tom girl you don't really get a lot. Mm-hmm. You get so you get Urban Dictionary. It's not really a used phrase. Instead, you get words like sissy or pussy or things that are a lot more derogatory to reference a man acting like a woman, which is like totally 100% unacceptable. So much so that there really isn't a positive word for it like tomboy. Like you're you're like I said, you're a sissy, you're a pussy, you're pansy. a pansy. A pansy. Yeah, like all these, you know, really insulting phrases and it's never it's never used well you throw like a girl you're acting like a girl like all of these things to tell you that you're being embarrassing Mm -hmm. or you're being weak or you're being submissive or you're you know whatever Mm -hmm. you know is it's i mean aside from the obvious it's interesting it's like oh well here we're going to take this a term that we also use for female anatomy and apply it to Uh a person that is that has qualities that we're making fun of or that are less than desirable. Yeah. 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 Yet, yet here we are with the actual with what we with on the female anatomy what we call a pussy being one of the more remarkable and flexible and adaptable things on the human yes. body. Yes. Yes, but if you want to get that point across then you you use the phrase oh, I had that they had the balls to do it yeah. or where are your balls or whatever. Like you're, if you're doing which, something grand and courageous, then you have which balls. Which are but if, some of the more fragile and uh, vulnerable things in the human anatomy. Correct. Irony mm-hmm. is dead. <laughs> I watched it die. It was over there. It was bleeding out and I did nothing. Yeah. So it's... I wonder where that begins, you know, the like use like where does where does tomboy as a phrase come from? And when did we when did we start colloquially using, you know, like, oh, he throws like a girl or you're a pussy or whatever as insult? I wonder how old or how long that reaches back. Does that? Well, I think tomboy is pretty old. Um, I don't know where. You know, like you throw like a girl and some of those more phrases come from. But I think tomboy is pretty old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's a, a it, long. Well, because like think see, about like I'm fair and I could be wrong. But like I feel like in um, like little women and stuff like Joe was a tomboy. I was, yes, I was just going to say it's definitely used and, in To Kill a Mockingbird, and, which isn't as old, but old enough, yeah. you know. Yeah, like I feel like those are in those things, so at least that length of time. I just googled it, um, and it comes from um, it comes from the 16th century. Oh wow, that's way older than I thought. Yeah, but it comes from um, when, and people still do this. I feel like ju- like a gene- like you have the phrase John Doe for like mm-hmm. just you know a whoever guy. Um, the name Tom is also often oh. used for just like a regular guy. I didn't know that. You know Tom Dick. Oh, Tom, yeah, Tom yeah, Dick yeah, or yeah. Harry, mm-hmm. you know, like phrases mm-hmm. like that. 
you know, like uh, I feel like um, like Dick Tracy type movies and novels and stuff use like Tom all the time for, you know, like a suspect or whatever. So I think that's where it comes mm-hmm. from. But the important thing is that we're using it now. I guess the, the problem is that we're using it now to attack men. Right. So. Well, that I mean, that's always when it becomes a problem, right? Is when you're attacking a man with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah, sweet boy. So, uh, uh, circling back to what you've been doing in in school, Cat, with um, yeah, why don't we end on Fight Club? Yeah, why that's... don't you tell us your Fight oh, Club? Oh yeah, yeah. Fight Sorry, Club. I. So they talked about um, Fight Club being uh, like when the book came out more specifically, obviously, because that one was first, but um, being kind of like a guide, if you will, for masculinity in the 90s, um, because it's like all about, you know, a group of men who is just exuding their masculinity. Right. That's all it's about is about fighting and being men. (laughs) Um, It's about. And so like. It's about dude stuff, right? Um, and how it was just, it was like the manual for like what masculinity looked like in the 90s or whatever. Um, and then they went on, and, and then I went down this whole like rabbit hole about the whole idea of Fight Club being that you don't talk about Fight Club, right? And so the, the, that being like the rule of Fight Club um, makes a whole lot of sense because the reason that these men and men in general are acting in these ways is because the rule of being a man is that you don't talk about literally anything. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about your feelings. You can't talk about your emotions. You can't talk about all of the things that make you want to smash another person's face in. Yeah, yeah right? narrator, so why are you a terribly instead. broken individual? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the first rule of Fight Club is that you don't talk about mm-hmm. Fight Club. Like, that's true. It's so totally true. It's kind of crazy. When you had mentioned that, I told that to Andy and he was like, huh. Because mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like like always i feel like the point of fight club was entirely missed by the group of people who took it as a guide for how to be a man like right it's like oh so you, you read the book you watched the movie and you let it just go whoo mm-hmm. just, it just went right over your head and you're just like brad pitt is in great shape and he does he does good fight and does nice nice beat down i i i brad pitt now now i i do brad pitt <laughs> I do let's right. start fight club fight club in basement yeah mm-hmm. mm. yeah yeah but like mm-hmm. i mean aside from there's there's the whole side of fight club that's a, the, a critique of you know capitalism and consumerism and all of that but i kind of feel like the whole, i uh i have never read the book of course because i am illiterate but i have watched the movie innumerable <laughs> times i read the book many many moons ago when I was in college, but I don't really remember a lot about I feel it. Like, I feel like I remember people I know who have read the book saying the movie is a fairly fateful adaptation except for the yeah. end. I've actually never yes, read the book. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do we have it on a shelf downstairs? No. I might. I, don't. I might. I, I have some Chuck Palahniuk books. I might have it. I always take the takeaway of Fight Club to be... The, the critique of Fight Club is that the typical masculinity you know because like there's the whole uh thing where they're on the subway or a or a bus or whatever and mm-hmm. you know um tyler points out to the narrator the ad of a calvin klein model of like you know the right. the, the thin you know like must mm-hmm. like muscular ish man and he just goes is that what a man looks like is that what a man is supposed to be mm-hmm. that the whole movie is a critique on masculinity and a critique on toxic right. masculinity Yet, what is the takeaway of toxic masculines? We want, know, yeah, we, we want to be that. Oh, let's do more toxic yeah. masculinity. Right, right, yeah. And which just really furthers that critique, right? Like, I feel like that's making the point is that, yeah. that you know, a lot of the male population looks at that. And whether they get that point or not, that it's a critique of masculinity, they still look at it as, oh, yeah, no, that's a positive critique. That is what being a man is. And that's what I'm going to be, under- I don't understand how you can watch Fight Club and take the and take it as a as a guide for how to be a good man. Because be- you're not a real man because you play D&D. Yes. Hello. Well, all right. We're, we're going to listen. We're, know, let's honestly. play in the space. Let's play in the playground. And I am all that is man. <laughs> That I am just twenty four seven swinging dong and super masculine. All right, I I got I got cut. 
I got a cut 10-pack. It's not even a six-pack. There's so many of those ab boys in there. It's just, it's what we're doing. We're playing in the space, okay? So I don't know how you look. Like, they, they say it. They say, they have the whole conversation in there about, you know, what what were our fathers? You know, um, they they went from town to town, you know, get got married, had kids, got a divorce or went out for cigarettes and never came back. And the whole thing of fuckers were setting up franchises. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. and then they, and then they literally go and do the exact same thing with the, with the fight clubs. At what point did any of that sound like they were talking about it in a positive light? The narrator's outcome of what his view of fight club and I can't remember what they ended up calling the project when it became, you know, basically terrorism. Can't remember what they called it. But the whole point was when he kind of figures it out, he's appalled by everything that he has created and what it has become. Do we not fucking get it? I I don't understand how you miss the point. I don't understand how you totally miss the point. I personally think that you you. Might, 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 might be giving people a little too much credit that they understand things because I think a lot of people sit and watch that movie and just see Mm -hmm. the fighting, just see the fists hitting faces and the blood and the cuts and the Mm -hmm. aggression and and that is... And the the fucking... And that is all they see. incredibly chiseled Brad Pitt. Holy fuck. Fuck yes. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I think that's mm-hmm. all they see. I think that's probably all a lot of people see when they watch, a, you know, a lot of movies that are predominantly fighting or, you know, whatever the case may be. They're not, I don't think Mm-mm. sometimes people are necessarily looking for a deep storyline. I think they're just, they're they're looking for the action, you know? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me because I, th- this is the way I watch movies too. I guess watch me I, right. and consume yeah. media is to, you know, your you have your top layer that's just like the eye candy of like, oh, those are very pretty shot. This all looks this all looks very nice. These are good. These are good fight boys. Look at look at these big beefy mm-hmm. boys in the end game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't wait for them to do more hugging. But like, yeah, I, I I naturally have to look for that other layer of like, all right, well, what why what are we saying with our beefy boys hugging? What's going on here? I don't understand how you can miss it, though, in some of these things that are like touchstones of masculinity. I don't understand how you don't understand. I don't know. I, 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 I kind like, of don't I, either. I, I'm like, are, I you, mean, are you trying we, to make conversation? Like, can we wrap this up? Because, like, <laughs> it's, like, really obvious. I, like, people are fucking I, yeah, stupid. I, it's just so hello? disappointing, I guess. I'm a little shocked as well. I guess well. I just don't want to yeah, be no, so disappointed. Is, yeah, like... It's definitely disappointing, but like we we started this by discussing an article about a fucking well, he's a senate he's a senator yes. I think yeah. he's Majority. he's in government yep. who thinks that masculinity is under attack, and you don't understand yeah. why twenty somethings and thirty somethings watched Fight Club and, and really only took it. away the fighting. Yeah, you know, I, I that's but a very I, good I'm point. Confused. Excellent point. Yeah, well like made. I'm like, how do you not understand yeah. this? I think it's very obvious. Yeah, it's that, well, so well, easy. Well put, well put. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah. here's a different thought that I had that tangentially comes off of that. Is masculinity a cult? Yes. I think it yeah, I think it has become that way for sure. And I think a lot of people have taken it. Well, I it, think because it there. masculinity falls under the patriarchy, and yes, the patriarchy is a cult. Yeah. I mean, I think there's like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, because if you like look at the definitions of mm-hmm. cults that I feel like yeah, there's definitely a, an argument, a fun, fun argument to be made. Or for if that, you don't, if it's think. like, well, it's not technically a cult because you're. It's the definition of cult is too strict. It can be an evangelical belief system. I, I yeah, I, I, I was gonna say it is. There's some religious yeah, undertones so there I, too. I, I think, think if I was gonna put it into something, I would say masculinity slash patriarchy is an evangelical belief system. I, I, yeah, I would definitely say. The, like the patriarchal structure is an evangelical, yeah. Like it, 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 mm-hmm. I think it verges onto a religion. You could say it's a religion because you have your patron saint of masculinity, which somehow I think is Jesus. Yes. 
Yes, mm-hmm. I think so too. Um, because you know that's most white people are Catholic yeah. or Christian. Mm-hmm. So I would, and and white people are the ones who get to of make course. these mm-hmm. calls. So mm-hmm. I would think that it probably is Jesus, um, with his ripped muscles yeah, and his white skin and his long nobody, hair. Because nobody, nobody yes. has looked better and more and more <laughs> cut and ripped and just Truly. ready for fuck than than Jesus on the cross. Yeah, mm-hmm. that boy yeah, is. I mean, that boy like, is is chiseled. Yeah, I, I feel like that is a whole other like episode worth of conversation <laughs> to go down. The the idea that like the patriarchal society is kind of like an undiscussed religious mm-hmm. belief because it di- it dictates mm-hmm. everything, every every single fucking mm-hmm. thing. You can go back in history and and pull from patriarchal society. Like society has dictated every single thing that we think is normal, everything. And you could definitely go down a rabbit hole of how it is an un, un, you know, unnamed, un, undiscussed mm-hmm. religion. A shadow religion. Mm-hmm. That would be a fun topic. I mean, we could. Uh, yeah, a belief system yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I, do you think there are certain like subgroups in the masculine world that that aren't like you know literal like proud boys or? whatever the fuck other ones that becomes a cult. I have to go to this type of a gym. I have to buy this type of clothing. I have to drive this type of car and I go to these type of events and I drink this kind of beer that if you start to deviate from those things, you're just like, are you not a bro? Are you not a bro anymore? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think I, you're I, just describing Am I talking about people. bro culture? <laughs> I think you're also just kind of like describing like, like middle to upper class mm-hmm. white people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I guess that, I mean, it is kind of a cult, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. you could also yeah. go down, like, the the whole path of, like, how many of those choices are, like, unconscious. Like, you make these choices because you were, like, unconsciously taught that you are mm-hmm. supposed to, mm-hmm. you know? Fascinating. Go to college. All right, Dad, I did that. Mm-hmm. What's next? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Find a wife. All right. Did yeah. that. Now what, Dad? Yeah. I don't know. Have some kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And if, and I mean, yeah. if you do any of those, if you don't do any one of those things, you are now outside of the, of the cult of, I don't know, the bro cult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Fascinating. Fascinating. A, this has been a, uh, an epistemological takedown of the male, uh, patriarchal complex yes you're You're welcome welcome, society (laughs) uh all right hey we got anything else that's been pretty good i mean on this Uh, without going into a whole nother yeah without diving down a rabbit hole that's probably i know it's probably a decent uh chunk of information for the population to to consume a lot to chew on yeah yeah a lot to masticate on yeah yep a lot to masturbate on yep Hey, everybody, get out there. Yep. Have a have a masturbate. Have sex with yourself. Yep. Uh, enjoy. Practice Go self-love. follow the links that yep. we are going to post uh, to those lovely Photoshop pictures. Mm, Pick your boy. favorite. Boy, boy, boy. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll just I'll just start putting these up on. I'll just start throwing them up there on Twitter and I'll. Well, you know what? I'll put the site up on general as a link. And then. Yeah, there you go. And then I'll just and then uh, you can tweet at me uh, at the V spot podcast. Uh, with your favorite Photoshop. There you go. There you go. That's great. I think that'll be fun. Yes, I yeah, love favorite that. Favorite Photoshop. Send them. Send them this way. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> we didn't have an episode the last two weeks. We went through. Uh, everybody in the podcast went through a sickness, not COVID, just regular cold seasons. And oh yeah, you still, still got the snuffles. It. So uh, we didn't have any episodes. Sorry, sorry about it. But. Here we are now, and if you want to listen to the Spooky Time episode that we posted up mm-hmm. however long ago, you can go do that over at uh, thevspot.fm. If you want to... Have we done anything on Instagram in a minute? Mm-mm. I was just thinking, um, I if you... Uh, yeah, we should uh, do that. I can, like, switch the logo and stuff and be let's, a little bit more present on let's, the gram. Let's be, let's be good about it. I've been trying to post things on Twitter when I think about it, but, I mean, everything sucks so much yeah. shit that it's hard to, you know... Uh, but anyways, if you want to go uh, see food I pictures do. and stuff like that over on the Instagram, it's at the Feastbot Podcast. That's the mm-hmm. same thing over on Twitter if you want to talk with me because I do the tweets. I do the tweeties. Um, 
if you would like to email us email us podcast at gmail.com yeah and you can find nice links to that right over at the viewspot.fm like i mentioned hey go say hi to our, our network uh soundbite.fm they're they're good friends and if you are lousy with cash this holiday season and you've donated to a charity or done something good you could donate to us pay and by donate heat. i mean give us money and pay for our heat because we turned it on we did it everybody all of us yeah we've all turned on our heat. yeah i turned mine up last night actually oh wow oh, well. all right money bags yeah. you know 67 degrees now Holy shit, you're wild. We're still at 62. 62 is where we max out. Oh. Uh, All right, I think that's it. Aside from uh, thanks for the use of uh, the theme music from Winter Garden. Uh, All the links to their good stuff is in the show notes and on the website and stuff. Go have a listen and check out the YouTube channel and watch them them build a, uh, a marble machine. It's a lot of fun. Love it. There you go. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. No, that's about it. All right. Well, then. Hit all the big notes. Hitting all the walls. All right. Great job. God bless. (laughs) Wow. That's a weird sign off. Yeah. All right. See you later. Yep. Yep. I thought we were trying to bring masculinity back. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Praise. You aren't allowed to speak the Lord's yeah. name unless Andy says that you uh-huh. can. Oh. So let's let's all take a minute and praise white Jesus. Yes. Jesus. Pray well let's let's just all praise ye. Alright. Oh well, okay, <laughs> great. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>